Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Like Days Go podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan, and with me today, we have Ben. Hello. We have Vinny. Hello. I almost wasn't here. Almost. And we have Patrick. Yeah, I'm surprised we made that work. Me too. We also have Patrick. No. Okay, well, we don't have Patrick. Who are you? Well, I guess Patrick's gone. Well, Goodbye, he cut Patrick. me off, so the um, introduction's already ruined. All right, so fair enough. I, I apologize. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. Um, you know, I will do it again. Fuck <laughs> you. Exactly, that's what I said. Until you Challenge me, bitch. Good I'm going to do it again. And do it exactly uh, six Trap episodes me, from bitch. now. Put that candy back. I ain't buying you shit. Guy, everyone fucking shaved, and it's Try me, bitch. Yeah, everyone, everyone oh, shaved. Oh, shit, Jordan shaved. I shaved his a long time ago. Scrotum hair when did you chin. shave? I shaved a long time ago, like <laughs> two weeks ago. Like, really? Like a week and a half ago. I never noticed. I'm just now getting red again. I, I honest to God did not notice. Wow. <laughs> no one notices noticed. anything. No one cares For about For context, me. Jordan has red hair. You just said that you're just now getting red again. And so I feel <laughs> like there needs to be an explanation that you do not have like... Uh, yeah, a so skin was, disease or something. I was, I was trying to grow a pretend neck beard. I can't grow facial hair because my genetics are bad for hair. Like he literally like grows 35. a neck beard. Nobody's gonna throw him under the bus. Yeah, like, like make it's, fun it's, of it's him bad. by saying that it's a, just an actual neck beard. Yeah. Moreno makes fun of you for it. Moreno doesn't like any facial hair on anyone. I'm sure he would tell Ben to shave if he could, but he won't be able to get away with that because Ben has a full beard. He likes his men like he likes his legs. Super smooth. <laughs> So the things he likes smooth. That none of that is my priority. I'm in a relationship, damn it. I just want to look as hideous as I can and then die alone. That way I don't have to spend money on Patrick, someone else. Well that what's got wrong depressing. with you. You don't want to look <laughs> Hey man. Relationships are a money pit. You already spend money on somebody else. Other people, but yeah. That's because oh, I need shit. to buy friendships, you know, that's how the internet works nowadays. Oh shit. Fuck. Sorry, we had a technical problem with Discord, um, but we're good now. Servers are just being bad tonight, so yeah, we're recording at a me. night instead of a day, or instead of during the day, because uh, scheduling, and that's also why I may sound quieter than normal in my speaking, because uh, I can't be too loud. So yeah. Anyways, let's go ahead and jump into the topics. So, starting us off today, uh, Patrick and I are... Patrick? Patrick and I? Patrick and I... Patronize you. Jordan's are, patron. <laughs> we're going to share a topic. Um, we're going to talk about the Nintendo Direct that happened... Uh, was it Wednesday? I think it was past Wednesday. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, so the last last podcast we did, we talked about the predictions, and basically everything came to fruition... Um, everything that, uh, that King Zell, I think his name was. Uh, yes. He, as always, he was right again. Um, the only thing well, that he wasn't, he didn't confirm or whatever was saying was there was, he said Metro Prime Trilogy should be there. And won't, won't... Pikmin 3 wasn't on there. Yeah. Oh, Pikmin 3 wasn't? Oh, it no. sure wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So, but most of what he said was... But pretty much there. everything but those two, yeah. So... Patrick, uh, do you want to talk about anything else first before I rant about uh, what I want to rant about? 
Yeah, because <laughs> we don't want to hear you complain that you didn't get your Metroid like a fucking little whiny baby. I'm angry. Well, I have zero. Well, there's diehard F Zero fans. I'll just look at him and be like, "What? A hey, baby. I haven't had Metroid Prime since 2008, seven. They haven't had like they haven't had a real F Zero game since the GameCube one. That was like all the way in like 2003 or something. Probably 2004. I'm not too far away from that. But then again, Check it real. Terms, you just so. got Samus Returns to the 3DS. What does F-Zero got? F-Zero got nothing. But who cares about F-Zero? No one plays F-Zero. Captain Falcon's in more Smash games than his own game. Oh my god, he sure is. <laughs> That's depressing to think. That is depressing to think of. Wow, poor F-Zero fans. <laughs> yeah. Too bad there's got, not many of them. They haven't got anything. No, I'm kidding. Like, oof. Yeah, no, they didn't get shit. Well, we got a whole bunch of other stuff, though, at least. Um, yeah, we got plenty of things. Like, I do want to say something, though, real quick. I, mm -hmm. I apologize for cutting you off. The only thing, the, the, the one game that you're mad about not getting shown off is a game that you already own anyway. Exactly. Listen, you whoa, are not whoa. wrong. Wow, you wow. are not uh, wrong. I mean, I mean, I mean uh, wow. Games wow. that you own twice over, mind you. I mean, uh, wow. Yes, I own the original trilogy. I own the trilogy collection for the Wii. Um, I don't own the Japanese versions yet, but I will. Um, I do have Japanese ISOs of the new Play Control Wii mm -hmm. versions. So, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I, I kind of own the games, you know, doubly, triply over. But I wanted it on Switch. Yeah, it's an interesting direct. Started us off right off at the bat. Mario Maker 2, just like right off the bat. Yeah, that was like oh, first okay. thing, which was like, cool, get this out of the way. Y'all wanted this. You can this. now have slants. Yep, yeah, you can have slants, which, I mean, that's pretty fucking good. I got plenty of things. Plus also it new, looks... new stuff, but I didn't really play much of the original. Right, there's I a whole the bunch Cat of... Bell's new. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw new. people talking about that, how they might, like, how would they, like, transfer that over to, like, Mario 1 and 3 and World? Now, I just thought of something. What if they add that, that, that crown? You know, the, 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 the Peachette crown? What we're if they add that there. and actually bring Bowsette to fruition canonically? We're not going there. Not well, Bowsette's never happening. Nintendo pretty much already confirmed but, that. But what if, what if just, just what if, for some reason, they, they did? They some... could add that power-up, though. Like, like, there's actually no reason that they couldn't. And then have Bow <laughs> you play as Bowser and you... You know, get to unlock Bowsette right then and there. Uh, it could happen. Could I, that probably won't. Probably, yeah, I mean, yeah, but you know, could yeah, it's a possibility. And this list ain't gonna go in order because I don't remember the order of a lot of this stuff. But they did show off that more stuff about Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, the Black Order. They mm -hmm. gave us more information about that, and I think they gave us like a release time. For that, I don't remember, though. I don't remember either. I want to say it was, like, sometime in the summer. I could be totally wrong. I have not checked this beforehand. Like, I probably should have, but... I'm not going to go through and nitpick every single one of these games on our release dates, because there's not an update video about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's probably just a little... I mean, there's plenty of stuff that they it. showed off. Other stuff, like... Like, they showed off Camto Treasure Tracker Rare. They have, like, the special episode where they have, like, free DLC and paid DLC for later. Right. Which, it's nice to see that a puzzle game like that is getting more content. Yeah. 
And they gave us a release time for Joker, which is going to be sometime in spring with version 3.0. Which I just feel like that for every single character, they're probably going to release it in like a big, like, of an update. So, like, I'm just going to guess that the other character might be the 4.0 and the other one 5.0 and so on and so forth. Because they did that with Piranha Plan 2.0 just recently. Yeah. And then they also showed off Box Boy and Box Girl, which apparently was like on the 3DS for a while. Like, apparently they're exclusivity games, and I've heard about them, or they're interesting. Yeah, it seemed like interesting little puzzle games. I mean, so now they're adding a bunch of stages Box Boy plus Box Girl, so that's nice. Yeah, 270 stages, including two player co op, and it's the first Switch game in the Box Boy series, which yeah. began in 2015 on the 3DS. Try off more about good. Bloodstain that game that was apparently been development hell for quite a while it's been a while yeah um yeah that that looked really good and they finally have a release date for it's supposed to be in the summer of this year so you can check that out yeah then they showed off uh the greatest battle royale of all time of tetris 99 so i'm being very stubborn and refuse to play it i'm I'm willing to admit that it is probably a great game because, I mean, it's you cannot... fucking addicting is what it is. You cannot fuck up Tetris. You know, Tetris is Tetris. Well, it's Tetris. It will always be good. <laughs> it will always be addicting. It is fun. It is awesome. And I think the environment that you're playing it in is pretty cool. You're playing against 99 other players. But I am going to be very stupidly stubborn, and I am going to openly acknowledge that I have no reason to be like this. But I'm not going to play it because it's being called a Battle Royale game. And I am very stupid about that. For Instead no reason. It's being called a Battle Royale game by people that play it, I jokingly. Know. I know. It's okay, don't they... play it when I get down there. Don't worry, everyone. Don't play it. It's just, it's just Tetris. It's Tetris Battle Royale. <laughs> but it's not, it's just Tetris. But you're playing against nine out of the players. Yeah. So it's just competitive Tetris. It's Battle That's Royale existed for Tetris. Years. Yeah, but you don't play live against nine other players on competitive Tetris. Oh, shut up, And competitive Jordan. Tetris? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think Puyo Puyo Tetris this is? Just is? A, this is just... Tetris 99 is just a bigger version of arcade Tetris. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, with 99 people all fighting Puyo Puyo for that Tetris. number one spot. You could basically call that, like, the final round of a Battle Royale game if you really want to get technical with it, because it's just against three other players, including yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyways, I have no real reason to not play it at all, besides just a stupid, like not no, even genuine even dislike for it. Yeah, it's free. It's just, it's just me being stubborn, kind of for a uh, uh, comedical effect, if anything, maybe. But just yeah, being it came stubborn. out the same day of that direct, which is nice. Yeah, they were like, uh, "Go download it. It's free uh, after the direct." Later and this it, day, and it dropped. They also showed off more Yoshi's Crafted World with that weird box. Have yeah, a giant box. That looked nice. You. They released a demo for that and that in the same day too. Yeah, yeah uh, nice. demo for that, that was like it what? Was nice. Half hour, hour long demo probably is worth of content to play. That's Not too sure. much, but it gives Sounds you a good idea right. of what's there. They also showed off another free game that will be coming later of Delta Ruin, the sequel to Undertale. Yeah, that's coming out. Just February the first 28th. episode, though. Just Chapter the first one. episode. The first episode, so. The rest you gotta pay. True. Yeah. That's still. I mean, chapter that's one. Just, that's not bad. A lot of free stuff. Uh, that's how they get you in there. It's like, oh, you played episode one. No, nope, you gotta pay the rest of it. 
Oh no, Nintendo's become a gotcha company. <laughs> I mean, look at any of their mobile games. Have yeah. you seen Pocket Camp? <laughs> Have you seen Fire Emblem Heroes? Anyone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about that For upcoming me? Dr. Mario? Orbs. That'll be that'll fall. The into Mario that Kart fucking mobile game will probably be gotcha as well. I oh, wouldn't be no. surprised. That game will probably have the most carts in a Mario Kart game, all because that you can probably just buy them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you know yeah. what? I'll be a sucker. And fucking <laughs> yeah. Do it. Speaking of another thing that came out that day, uh, Final Fantasy Nine was released that same day of the oh, direct. Yeah. And wasn't six as well, or seven as well? No, no seven's no, later. No, seven like March. seven is March twenty sixth. I want to say. Yeah, that's, that's about right. So they just. They're like, oh, Final Fantasy IX, you can get that later today, too. So there's like, oh, there's all the stuff you can get today after the Direct. They're like, oh, cool. Yeah. Then they also, so- date right? Jesus. they also showed off some really good uh, PlayStation 2, very early on PlayStation 2 games that are mm-hmm. running well on the Switch. Yeah, they sure did. They sure look like some, you know, pretty good looking PS2 quality games, you know. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like, from, they look like from 2001, right? When they, or like 2002, <laughs> the launch was- of PlayStation 2. There were several games. I don't know which one in specific you're talking about, Patrick, because I don't remember the names. Are you talking about Dead by Daylight? Ones. There was Dead by Daylight. There was also Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered. That, both those games. Oh, those looked like 360 games. God, Assassin's they, Creed they looked, 3. They didn't look that good. Uh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm over-exaggerating it in my head, but they didn't look that good. That was sweet. I feel like y'all are over-exaggerating a little. Maybe. I mean, it didn't look they, too they, well. It, like. The frame rate on Assassin's Creed 3 just hurt. Oh, the frame rate was terrible. It was a sweet PowerPoint. What are you talking about? <laughs> Do what? <laughs> I said it's a sweet PowerPoint that they showed with Assassin's Creed 3 and Dead by Daylight. He's like, look, it's running on the Switch. Don't complain. <laughs> I know, which is cool that they're bringing all the stuff you there. You should but, complain, But though. if it's not going to run well, like, we have another um, ARC on our, our hands. And if any of you know ARC for the Switch, you'll know why I said that. Yeah, God, ARC Survival Evolved. That looks like a watercolor painting is... is uh, <laughs> Best way to Do describe not remind it. me, please. I mean, it's nice that they bring all this stuff to the Switch, but there should be things like, well, we we really cannot play this. Quality like, this control. looks There should be awful. some level of qual- of uh, quality assurance. It's going to turn into the Wii shovelware at this po- at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, everyone's jumping on it because the Switch is mobile, and you know they got to make their money while it's nice and hot. That's you know that makes sense. So they're throwing whatever they possibly can, even if it's not as good. People will still say fuck it. They'll think it looks good in the store, buy it, take it home, play it, and not know any better because they, you know, they wouldn't have played it on other consoles because they're Nintendo kids. It's like or, a you know, 2K18 not people like Switch. us probably, but <laughs> easy to pick up games. Whatever. The thing is. A lot of those games during that whole direct were just the frame rates are so bad. Like, we're not gonna sit here and pound on them all day, and we're not elitist here either. Like, we're definitely far from elitist in terms of frame rate and quality and all that. But when you have the newest, you know, video game console right now, the Nintendo Switch. Granted, it's a handheld too, but and the games are going to look like you know, maybe 360 quality but bad frame rates like that's not that good because 360 in the day was good but compared to what we get now oh the 360 and ps3 probably will be the worst aged consoles in terms of graphics ever (laughs) yeah because they really don't look that good so like those kind of visuals 
granted on a handheld, you know, I will keep giving it that, you know, that. Yeah, um, on a handheld, it's okay, but like you're gonna dock most that people thing. play docked at all times. So you, you're gonna dock that thing. It's yeah. gonna be on your TV. It's gonna be look like a pile of crap. Like Assassin's Creed definitely looked really bad, but at least they're coming to Switch, I guess. But but even really, I have the argument: is it even actually okay on a handheld at this point? Because we're talking about a handheld that is more powerful than a 360 and PS3. I mean, you're definitely not wrong there. It is it is more powerful than those, and it should be able to handle them. The main thing is, I think what really sets them back is the CPU and the Switch. It's still just the NVIDIA Shield thing, so it's just that, that same processor, but it's underclocked by 50%. Like, on the Switch, or Switch, on the Shield, it's a 2 gigahertz processor, but on the Switch, they have it underclocked to 1 gigahertz. So I think that hurts a lot of what people can do. You can probably make them do a lot more if they were able to overclock it, but they have to underclock it for, you know, heat, so it doesn't overheat, as well as battery life. That was the main reason they've underclocked all that so much. So, I mean, that, that I think that really holds it back, and that's what keeps games from actually being able to run well like this. I think they could probably run like they intend them to and, and look better. If this weren't the case, I could be wrong. That may not help at all, but I would imagine it should. Because you're getting half the processor. And that's going to yeah, go Yeah, but I think they the put GP. two of them in there. No, they only put one. No, I think they did. I think it's the NVIDIA Tegra in chip, and I'm pretty sure it's only just one, I thought. I'm... I honestly Let do me not look remember. it up. I think it is two. They have a quad core ARM Cortex A57. And a quad-core ARM Cortex-A53. Oh, never mind. Completely fucking ignore what I just said. I didn't realize that the Tegra 1 is literally just that. I don't know anymore. Regardless, it's not, I guess, really important. Regardless, it's stupid. It's not it sh- important. It the games could run better if they weren't underclocked. Like, if it's one or two CPUs, yeah. it's underclocked. I do know that for certain. So, anyways, it could look better. Let's move on from graphics. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to... Keep that going for some. So we got Disney beans, more on me. Bean video games, Zoom Zoom Festival. Just Disney characters looking like beans, like the. So is isn't that like, isn't that supposed to be a car commercial? I have no idea. Zoom Zoom Zoom. <laughs> they also shot up more Starlink stuff, because uh, the only version you sh- anyone cares about is the Switch version, because it's a Star Fox game. They have now they're bringing in Star Wolf, and the other Star Fox characters gonna be playable, I guess. So that's cool. Yeah, you know the secret Star Fox game. And then we got, we're getting Rune Factory 4 Special Edition, then it followed up immediately after that with Rune Factory 5. That's yeah, cool. that was pretty cool. They also got this Hellblade Senna Sacrifice, I soon or soon as Sacrifice. Senua's. You got it right. Oh, I don't okay. know anything about that game, it just looks like, looks like, uh, I don't know, Irish Lady... Somewhere over there in there. It's part Ninja Theory's action game, explores mental illness through the lens of Norse mythology setting. And has a release window of spring of 19. Yeah, that game. It's like, yeah, huh. Microsoft is putting another game on the Switch. <laughs> We're getting Grid Autosport, which I'm pretty sure Jordan's going to cop that real good. If it goes on sale, it's like $10. Is Grid Autosport, okay, is that a re-release of the original Grid, or is that a new Grid? I, you have to ask the car guy. It looked there. like shit, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, <can't laughs> I didn't think it looked that bad. Yeah, it didn't really look too bad. I mean, it's a car game, so it's not like I really care about the graphics or the vehicles as long as it plays well. Well, see, that that's funny, though, 
because most card games are the games that look like stunningly good and are easy to make look well easier. To oh make well, look okay, good. that's why it doesn't look as good. It's a 360 game. <laughs> there you go. They literally yeah. play on the go, though, Jordan. So that yeah. that is just a port of the uh, first one. I don't give a shit about vehicles, so they could put like all these sporty cars in there. It's like, okay, but which one's this color? <laughs> I could literally give two shits about the stats of like vehicles. As long as it looks nice, I'll use it. I don't care if it's like the worst or bad, look bad, runs bad. As long as it looks good to me, I don't care. Even though I just said look bad and look good, contradicting each other there. I just don't give a shit. Um, they spent a lot of time on Fire Emblem Three yeah, houses. Well, they did say that they were going to. Yeah. It's their big game, technically, for it, because it's a Fire Emblem game, and it's actually the first one on the home console since uh, Radiant Dawn all the way back in the Wii. That's not yep. a spin-off like Tokyo Mirage Seasons before. Anyone gets out those keyboards and says, well, technically, an actual oh, yeah, Fire Emblem game. yeah, it's the first console mainline one. Yes, yeah, not a spin-off. Wii. Not Anyone a spin-off. That, I agree. Tokyo Mirage Sessions was fun, though, so... Yeah, I believe yeah, but it was more of a Persona game. Yeah, I just got some other stuff here and there, and then they just had like a quick slideshow of games, which they showed off more stuff for like the Japanese stuff. But it's not we're not gonna get into oh, that. Yeah, I still I haven't like... gone through and fully looked over what the Japanese side had. That we Did you mention the uh, Demon X Machina prototype missions? Oh yeah, there's that thing. I didn't see on this list here that I have here, so that's why I kind of forgot about it. Which is uh, I like that mech game. They showed it off at E3 last year, I believe. And I really want it. I want that mech game because it looks sweet. I like the art yeah, style. Yeah, Demon X Machina. Looks pretty sweet. But the art style's it reminds to me. me a lot of um, say Son of again, the Demon X Machina. <laughs> Do what? It, it looks cool. Go, go, go look it up. Just the art style. like Just something about it. It kind of looks like that weird shell shaded, but it looks pleasing. Mm-hmm. It's a giant mech to blow shit up with. Then they yeah. sh- then platinum came out of nowhere. We're like, oh, it's platinum. Well, they, we didn't know until well, a lot of us knew just by the gameplay, but just yeah. seeing the logo confirmed it. So since we're not getting Bayonetta three for probably a while, we'll get Astral Chain instead, which is assuming which... just basically just like a be- sort of like what Bayonetta is, a really solid hack and slash. It looks pretty good. That's what it looks like. Or as I and called it, boy, does it look fun. As long as I called it during direct, the uh, Resident Evil 2 anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of did look like that, huh? In a broken down city, things are falling apart, and you have to police officers trying to take down evil. Yeah. Well, maybe it wasn't evil. Maybe they were evil. We don't. I don't know. It just looks really, really nice. Like that's that's definitely can hold, a lot of these games can hold people over until uh, Bayonetta 3 comes out or other stuff. Just like uh, Dragon Age, like Dragon Quest, were not Dragon Quest, fuck Dragon Age. Uh, Dragon Quest, we're getting quite a bit of. We're getting a sequel to Dragon Quest Builders too, and Dragon Quest Eleven is coming over here. So the Switch, so that's that's even neater. Yeah, love for that Square Enix. Really, really going back to that Square Enix, good old RPGs. Now give us yeah, some Mario really, RPG too, well, you fucks. RPGs are what they do best, so. Now we want Super Mario RPG 2. Either that or a traditional Paper Mario game. Like Either one will work for me. Same, I'd love it like, if you did both. 
Yeah, like, not, you know, Super Paper Mario was good, but that's where it drifted off. And then just got weirder after that. I, I like a traditional Paper Mario or Super Mario RPG. Same thing. You get yep. partners throughout the game. You get abilities throughout the game. You have your seven things you gotta collect. I, that that format works so unbelievably well. Like with Paper Mario One and Two, the creativity for each chapter is so just genuinely creative and awesome. The two games share some similarities, but for the most part, they still set themselves apart a lot. You and, uh, you might get upset with me for this one, but I have not actually played Thousand Year Door. I know you haven't. I, I you <laughs> yeah. and Patrick, I think, haven't played through it fully. No, I only did like a little bit of chapter one a long, long time ago. Right, I and those are just touched it. The thing ever. is, the first game is really, is really, really, really good. The second game almost tops it. Some a lot of people say it does top it, but the second game is pretty much just as good, if nothing else. So if you ever get the you know get the uh, the urge to play Paper Mario, play that instead because you will enjoy it for sure. <laughs> but you gotta play the predecessor between before those two though. Well, yeah, you need to play Mario RPG, definitely. That's basically... That basically set what Paper Mario would eventually turn into. I don't know yeah, if I ever Paper Mario it, but was I have supposed played to be... some Mario RPG. Paper Mario was supposed to be yeah, was... RPG 2. Yeah, so that's what it was planned out to be. Then Square Enix left for uh, Sony and all that others. You can find that out on plenty of other videos. So then they just had to change it around and just made Paper Mario. You're like, oh, well, yeah, we'll just make it our own thing. And Paper Mario was born, and then... It was good. Um, was there anything else in the list of games that we didn't, or that you didn't mention that I missed? Did you mention Oninaki? Yeah, I was gonna mention that, but I don't remember. Like Oni, I'm trying to remember which one it was. Is that that weird? That was the uh, JRPG that's gonna be coming from Square Enix by the team that did I Am Satsuna and Lost Sphere, I believe. I know it sounds familiar, but I just need to see a few screenshots so I can remember exactly what it is. Because yeah. I know there's this one anime game where they showed off where it's like someone's getting married and then. Like this Wasn't weird... that Unravel 2? The no, Unravel 2 is mm. not an anime game. That's an EA game. Yeah, that's, an, that's uh, the... the one where they were getting married was Rune Factory 4. Yeah, that oh. one. Okay. Okay. But Unravel 2 is just like a co-op stuff. Oninaki was like the action RPG. Um, kind of had like uh, he almost kind of looked like a ninja. I don't know. Let me uh here. Can you tell how oh, bad my Jordan, memory is? Jordan got it. I got a link for y'all. Oh yeah, that game. Yeah, looks I great. I'm very interested in that game. That one looks cool. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, it nice. And then before Nintendo went, they had their one last announcement, which of course. But you know, I I, I think it's a uh, it was good. It was it was good. They showed off that they are doing a sort of like an HD remaster of a uh, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, and it looks like it's staying pretty faithful to its original. I just want to point out. The fact that they used a logo more reminiscent of Breath of the Wild than they, the yeah, uh, I noticed that. I noticed that the white font, like just the outline there, that looks a lot more like Breath of the Wild. Probably to like separate it apart that way you can tell like oh that font oh that's after Breath of the Wild or this is before. Yeah, the, yeah. Art style looks cute. Love the way the link looks. I love that they brought back the chain chomps and goombas. <laughs> and I can't wait to see what other can't wait to see if they brought everything back like King Wart and Kirby's. Yeah, a lot of people were talking a lot about how like different and unique this Zelda game is just because of like the Goombas and Chain Chomps and stuff like that. I know, it's good. 
so I feel like more, I guess, pushed to to want to play this game just to see how like unique it is in terms of uh, its world. Because it was a good, it was on the handheld though. It was on the original Game Boy Color. It was really good. Yeah, that's like I watched a playthrough of Link's Awakening, and I played through half of it on my own, and it's genuinely good. Like it is probably my favorite of the 2D Zelda games. The story, the way it looked, the way it played, it was all really, really nice. And the fact that it's getting a remake is awesome. I really like that they're remaking all the Zelda games. <laughs> it would have been nice if I saw Skyward Sword HD, but I'm not going to complain whatsoever because this is much more original than that. Yeah, because we haven't had like actual like 2D Zelda games since Link to the Past on a home console. They now went to like 3D for everything, which isn't bad. Well, I think we had nice Link Between Worlds, but that was like... Because I know they split the 2Ds to handhelds and the 3Ds on the home console, which, you know, it's fine. But every once in a while, it'd be nice to play 2D on a home console. Like how they do with Mario and split yeah. up ever so often. Um, isn't Four Swords Adventures a 2D on home console? He was just explaining why he doesn't count that. Oh. Yeah, because, te- yes, technically you were right about that, but with it being... It's that's when it came like sort of had a hybrid of like yes yeah, on the GameCube but it was also a handheld and you had to kind of combine both games to like get a true ending and face Ganon I believe. Uh, I guess more of that hunky <laughs> dooky thing, but I was like something that's like exclusively for this, which is kind of good and kind of bad, which is kind of wish they didn't do that majority of the times like they're doing with some of their stuff like Pokemon's always a handheld exclusive, which is why I've never played Pokemon. Because I would never grow up being a handheld gamer. <laughs> Fire Emblem majority is on handhelds, but now they've been. You know what? I'm going to take this moment, Patrick, to tell you to play Pokemon Coliseum and XD because those are console Pokemon games. I know. Those are kind of hard to find, but I do think I own at least one of them. Let's go look at my collection. I I'd think they're probably easier to find nowadays. Yeah, back then, like a few years ago at least. Or, whew, kind of hard to oh, find. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pains in the asses to find. <laughs> I think uh, Link Awakening will be looking good. Yeah, it's like that was that was surprising to see, but it was genuinely very good. I was really happy to see that. I still find it funny that when they're doing like when they do the slideshow thing for like showing what oh they're gonna talk about this game, they basically had a dead giveaway to the Link's Awakening when you rewatch it again. Yeah, yeah. Because they had a giant purple egg in the middle with like Inkling Young. Young Link with like bunny hoods, but now when you look at it, you're like, oh, I guess they just told us and we just uh, didn't click with it. I guess. Well, we weren't expecting it, really, because everybody knows that giant purple egg that you see in the title screen. So you're just like, you want to get up there, oof. So you just want to get up there and just be like, give me those giant purple egg. I want to see what's inside that. So even if it wasn't like not, not every single game's major groundbreaking like E3, I'd still. Like these little directs, like, oh, here's this and this and this. If whoever's interested, you can save the big ones for E3. But these games that really don't need big announcements, like, oh, yeah, here's this thing. You can buy it. It's coming out this day. Okay, cool. Or is that how there are some people that actually expect Animal Crossing news? It's like, why? I mean, I mean, it would be nice just to be like, hey, we're still, we're still it, thinking it, about it. This is it still on track. Nice, it's still good. But that would have been nice to hear. The thing is, like. There has been a very obvious pattern to Nintendo Directs where if it's not 
E3, or if they don't specifically mention that they're going to talk about a major game, you should not expect anything about the major game to be talked about. Yeah. And Animal Crossing, that's their marquee game of, of 2019, basically. So, expecting them to talk about it earlier than E3, that's setting up false hope and expectations that, you know. Probably, yeah. You got a good point. Those are going to play very similar to other Animal Crossing games, where it's not like, what can they do that show off like completely brand new stuff that isn't E three worthy? Because it's not going to be direct. Because if they show some brand new groundbreaking, then what the hell are they going to do for E three then? Yeah, drop out like Sony. Because <laughs> I mean, like they don't exactly have Metro Prime Four to show off for E three right now. Yeah. They're not going to have that to show off for a couple years. And I can't think of anything. Like, I can't think of anything else that they've already announced for the Switch that they could center E3 around. Yeah. Pokemon. True. Wow, well, you're true. Oh, fuck, you're right. Because well, be, there's Pokemon, Animal Crossing. Because they did confirm uh, that the next mainline is coming I'm this gonna, year I'm after gonna, Let's Go say, came out last year. I'm going to say no. And here's why. Traditionally, they don't do that with Pokemon. And they would have done it in past years if they were ever going to do it. Didn't so they push Let's Go really hard, though? They did, but, like, the thing is, Nintendo isn't gonna center an entire E3 around a game that they do not fully own. Not wrong. But they fully own Animal Crossing, so they probably will with that. Not mm. that Pokemon won't be a big deal, but traditionally, it seems to always get its own precedence. Yeah, it's pretty much been, it's one of those, it's pretty much been, like, the handheld gaming thing for nintendo for the last two decades there's been no other series that's bigger on the handheld than pokemon because when people think handheld they're like oh pokemon no nintendo. no i think of god of war on the psp <laughs> well this is why you don't get your goddamn metroid prime because you're stupid like that <laughs> it's actually federation force hd <laughs> let's go Right now, please, Jordan. Metroid Prime 4, Federation Force. Oh my god, Federation Force 2, Jordan. Or, That's Metroid Prime 4. Metroid Prime Federation Force. Yes. Oh my god, uh, yes. Oh my god, if that comes... <laughs> if that's real... <laughs> Dude, if that's real... The entire game is centered around four-player co-op. Dude, if that's a real game, I'm buying that for Jordan and I. We're gonna play it. We're gonna do a Let's Play of it on his channel day one. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Thank you for watching Like This Podcast. Be sure to tune in next week. (laughs) Continuing from the story of Metroid Prime Hunters and leaving Prime 3 at a complete cliffhanger ending. Ben, I hate you so much because now that you've said that, we're going to get a fucking game like that. Every time you do that, it comes true. Well, Jordan, here was the secret all along. I'm the director. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do to that? Why did you do that to other M, you asshole? Because it's my favorite movie. I still have not played any Metroid Prime game. So you should start with Metroid Other M. <laughs> it's my favorite movie, Metroid game. That way, by the time you get to Metroid Other M, you won't be as disappointed as everyone else was. <laughs> I wasn't, though. That's the weird thing. I played Metroid Prime 1, 2, and 3, and then Fusion, and then Zero Mission, and then Other M. Okay. And I wasn't disappointed. The cop out, Other M is a good game. It's not a good cutscene. It's not a good Metroid game. Thing. It's a good game, though.
good Halo game. Anyway. Or instead of playing it, you can just uh, sit there and watch or the entire cutscenes. Or is it Mass Effect? Scenes. I can't tell. There's Those literally a movie mode that you unlock like in the game. That says enough about it. So there's literally a movie mode you unlock. You yeah, can, you can watch, watch that and scenes. not play the game. That way you can be yes. like, oh, I went through and it. And it's, and it's like an happens. hour and a half long. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, um, now that I've been thoroughly triggered, um, you, you guys have just ruined my night. I hate you all. <laughs> Vinny, you got you got some rumors for the Nintendo Switch as well, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So people have been talking, specifically this one guy from Game Informer. I forget who he is for them. He is one of the writers. He's um, a lead designer of Game Informer's name? porn department. Oh, God. Don't make me pronounce Imran Khan. Oh, that guy. Okay. Oh, I know that name. He's the, he's the big guy. Okay. Um, He confirms a lot of he stuff. He was talking about Square and Nintendo talking, and it's most likely on. Feasible to port Kingdom Hearts 3 as it stands now to the Switch. It's not out of the realm of possibility that um that they might dial it down to um to make it work. Even Nomura himself has said a Switch port was possible at some point in time. Uh, but more than likely, uh, Nintendo and Square's talks have reached having the. 1.5, 2.5 collections. Maybe even the story so far, I'm not sure. But have that ported to the Switch instead. Now, if I may throw a quick thought on this. What? I can see, you know, thought the uh, the story so far. But, you know, I can see that going on there. But I don't think they can dumb down Kingdom Hearts 3 enough. Because if people can't get... Or if they can't get, you know, that not not them specifically, but if they can't get uh, Assassin's Creed to run on the Switch and look good, I don't think you'd want to play Kingdom Hearts on the Switch. Because I think it would be like playing Kingdom Hearts 1 all over again, graphically. <laughs> <laughs> and 30 FPS probably, which wouldn't be bad, but, you know, yeah, considering what sure we're used to 30 today. FPS anyway, I think, unless you have I, think I know what they should do. Or whatever mm. the Make Kingdom Max Hearts 3 a card game and put no. it on the Game Boy Advance. No. Kingdom Hearts 3 Rechain. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I hate the card system. Ben just likes spewing toxic sludge from his cursed mouth. Yeah, that's only the, from the two of you so far. And and the Final Fantasy 7 remake should come to Switch across 72 car- cartridges. <laughs> yeah. You get one hour of game time at a time. Oof. The rest of it is all cutscene. And it comes out over the course of 72 months. How many years is that? Somebody do the math. That's it's over like four six years, years isn't, isn't it? it? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think it is six years. Six? That's somewhere around six. That's just uh, quick math in my head. I'm not actually going to do the math, but it's quick Six. Math. I'm sorry. Yeah. It is exactly right. six years. I'm proud of myself. I didn't even go to school and my math was good. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. I anyway. went to school and I can't read. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, if they ported... If they ported... The Kingdom Hearts story so far, that would be very nice. My only iffy thing about that is the Dream Drop Distance stuff. I guess they would just make it into motion controls, but the stuff that was originally 3DS touchscreen for Dream Drop, like they ended up using the the center pad thing on the PS4 controller. I mean, it's a touchscreen, so I could make it work just fine. Yeah, for handheld mode, but what if you want to play docked? You wouldn't be able to. Probably. I have another solution. What? It needs to be Kingdom Hearts 3 recoded. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast and everyone in between, we are excluding Ben permanently from the main topics. He has spoken such blasphemy today. I mean, he's just blasphemy to you two. So, uh, Metroid he Prime 4, other M2. <laughs> Hey, 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 Ben, can you say some shit about Mario Party? Mario Party 11 was a great game. Okay, you know what? That's that's not even a real game, though. Okay. Did Mario Party 11 not come out on the Wii U? That was Mario Party 10, and then they went to Super Mario Party after that, and then Mario Party Top 100. I thought Mario Party 11 was a game. Wow, I feel dumb now. You see that, Jordan? He tr- you tried so hard and it didn't work. I tried so hard. Wow. And okay, yeah. so I think they're just done with numbers. Like, no, we're just we're just gonna call it Super numbers. Mario Party Two should go back to the Bowser system. <laughs> I will, I'm really curious if they're gonna do that. Just have like weird names like that, like they've been doing for the handhelds, or just do like Super Mario Party Two, or what? You should make the next Def Jam Vendetta and fill it with microtransactions. Oof. I hate microtransactions. Please don't. Man, these are some fucking hot takes, Ben. I gotta say. You Def know, you Jam, ever had a, or the only way to get nice... Mushri characters, you have to buy from microtransactions. <laughs> the, way they should put, the way they should put Kingdom Hearts 3 on the Switch is the way they got Final Fantasy 15 on there. A port of the mobile version. <laughs> I just... Can't, I'm done now. I still can't believe they've done that though to the 15. The guy everyone they said Final Fantasy 15. That's just the mobile version. It's like, woof. I'm sorry, Vinny. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, so what, Kingdom Hearts story so far, or just the previous games, could possibly come to Switch. That, that would be cool. I could see that happening. Kingdom Hearts 3 would be stupid to be on there. What else, Vinny? No, 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 no that, that's it. When they're another uh, game. They're, they're reviving some cancelled game, apparently. I have no idea what that could be. The rumor is scalebound. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The rumor given, is scale- yeah. Given Platinum's very close relationship with Nintendo right now and the fact that Astral Chain is going to be exclusive, yeah, that's I what could very likely see it. That's what everyone's saying on Twitter. Now, how well how well will it run? It won't. Probably. How well will it will it run? It won't. <laughs> It'll walk. I mean, the game was originally being developed as an Xbox One exclusive. Uh, But then again, I guess it's a Platinum game, and Platinum has never been known for their cutting-edge technology. You know, maybe maybe they could get it running, you know, as a brisk jog. You know. Not walking, but a brisk jog. That would be nice. I I could see it. Yeah. Unlike other games developed by Platinum Games, the game put more focus on graphical qualities and the role-playing aspect instead of action. It might struggle on the Switch. Could very well struggle on the uh, old Switchery do. Yeah. Gonna make a Switch. Alright, Ben, so what you got for us? WWE Elimination Chamber from the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. It wasn't a bad show from what I've been hearing. It was a great show. Yeah. There was you like feel at home a 45 me. minute period where it was kind of like... You could have cut this out, and the show would have been, like, a genuine pay-per-view of the year contender. Or if they would put the Cruiserweights on the actual show, because that was, like, one of the better matches. You know what? I agree. If they had put the Braun Strowman-Baron Corbin match on the pre-show instead of the Cruiserweight title match, that would have been better. Yeah. 
But the Cruiserweight title match I didn't get to watch all the way because my mom was busy cutting my hair and accidentally messing up my beard. Um, now you say accidentally, good. but she took <laughs> matters into her own hands, even though you and said then turned it don't into touch a goatee. It. She hated your beard. She wanted you to have a goatee all along. Um, but yeah, that Cruiserweight title match was pretty good. The women's tag team elimination chamber match was fucking amazing. That match was awesome. I like how uh, they got Carmella and Naomi out first. Out of all teams to yeah. get out first. Geez, I wonder why. I, do, I don't think that had anything to do with what came out the night before. Because <sighs> apparently they had been off the road all week just to rehearse the match. So that was probably the booking plan all along. Um, But it, it kind of played right into the all of that stuff with Corey Graves, huh? Then the crowd starts screaming, Cor- like, Chan Corey Graves and Carmelo was in the match or something. That is what I saw Brian Alvarez say? I didn't know. I unfortunately couldn't watch it because... I couldn't hear. But th- that's what I've read from reports. Eh. It's a mess. Go look up why we're mentioning Corey Graves and Carmelo. Go look it up. We don't want to say it. But, uh, yeah, they put the right people over in that match, too, I think. Yeah. I mean, you gotta make, like, you got your inaugural champions have to be the best ones. Yeah, I mean, SmackDown didn't really learn from that with their inaugural SmackDown champions from a few years ago. That was just Oh, weird. Slater and Rhino. That was just weird. Yeah, but they were telling a... Like, hey, the story they were telling, it I made like, sense. Yeah, I like the story. It's just weird when you look back on history. And then they, like, did nothing with it. Yeah. And then then had them lose to the Wyatt family. Then had them lose to American Alpha. Then American Alpha just disappeared until the Usos got the titles. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, it was just... And they moved New <sighs> Day to SmackDown. They started hot, like, hot potatoing the titles with each other for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for a good solid several months. And now the Usos are the champs again. Because, okay. Speaking of, that's the next match. Yeah. Didn't he ded- say he dedicated this like match to his son, his wife, and then his like, future child, and then end up losing? Yeah. Yeah, he ended up losing. Um, That was actually a pretty fun match. That was better than I thought it would be. Of course, Miz kind of looked slow. I mean, he's in there with the Usos and Shane McMahon, who does not, who Shane McMahon does not care what happens to his body. Shane McMahon was fucking amazing in that match, by the way. Like, I was shocked how good he was. But then again, like that's my reaction every time he wrestles is like, oh wow, do you, do you guys know that he's good? His punches are shit, but he looks good <laughs> everywhere else. Should go watch his Kurt, his match against Kurt Angle at King of the Ring 2001, I believe it was. Oh, the fucking glass spot. <laughs> Besides that, it was a solid match. Just uh, just ignore him getting dropped on his head on top of concrete because the glass wouldn't break multiple times. And it wasn't Kurt Angle saying that. Shane was like, no, you're going to do this. You're going to keep doing this till this glass breaks. To which uh, his dad almost canceled the entire match halfway through it when that kept happening. Uh, But th- this match did have the signature... Shane McMahon, high spot, elbow drop, 
from the top rope to the table. The only thing I would have changed is who was champions going in. Like I would, yeah. I would have not had a McMahon and Miz win titles at Royal Rumble so abruptly. Because I feel but like it'd be better story wise. To like the Usos, like, look, well, we have these victories over you. You can't get these titles. We're a better tag team because we're actual twins. You're just two people put together. And they get so close every single time, just inching and inching and inching. And every time they, like, grasp it, the towels just get pulled away at the last second and do shenanigans until they... I don't know, because, like, storyline-wise, what it seems like they're going for, to me, is, oh, well, Miz's dad is finally proud of something that he did in WWE. Oh, but now they lost the title, so now his dad has nothing to be proud of him for, and it's all going to be Shane's fault, apparently. Yeah. Because it's setting up a match of mania between them. It has to. I just think that them actually winning the titles of WrestleMania after like being proven that, oh, you're not a real team, would have been eh, just a little bit better of a team. Or a little bit of a sweeter ending, I would believe, in my opinion. Yeah, it could have been. But we'll just see how this rolls out because uh, Shane McMahon was supposed to go heel and then they just dropped that. <laughs> Yeah, they did. Now he just now he just has the best in the world cup at his house just just cause. Anyways. Did he die? <laughs> what do you mean? Did you die? Maybe. Okay. Uh next up we had Finn Balor in a handicap match against Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush for the Intercontinental title. That match was okay. It wasn't terrible. Balor pinned Leo Rush, won the title. It, whatever. The booking was stupid, but okay. That was my microphone reacting to that uh, outcome because it's... Like, you made him look like he could possibly beat Brock Lesnar a week before, and then you made it look like he had to pin the cruiserweight, like... Just to win the title. You, you could have made him possibly look like he could beat Lashley. Which, I don't even know why they gave him the title. It's nice, it's cool that they did, but it's just the way they did it, it's just like, well, what's the point? Like, if this all you set up for, just for him to pin a cruiserweight because he can't beat Lashley, it's just like, well, that's not really a credible title win. I could see them doing some weird thing where they they play to social media, like Kevin Owens talking about, oh, like, I hope Finn Balor wins the Universal title, and talking about how much he loves Finn, blah, 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 blah. Come back and just brutally attack Finn. You mean just like how he did with Sami Zayn with his NXT title? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because what? Kevin Owens has had that title, what, two or three times before? Give or take, yeah. Just have him come back be all like, that's my title, and... I don't know. Give me that. I think it'd be cool. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot was fucking terrible. <laughs> it was a two-minute squash match. It, yeah, it was a squash match that the only redeeming part was Becky Lynch coming out and beating the shit out of Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey with a crutch. In fact, she accidentally busted uh, Ronda open. Yeah, that was sweet. I'm not even going to talk about Corbin and Strowman. Because that was the piss break match, wasn't it? That that Yes, it was. That match was terrible. Which sucks, because last year Strowman was over. Now they're just wasting him with Baron Corbin, because apparently fucking Baron Corbin. Like, I like him. It's just... 
what the hell are they what the hell are they even doing with him anymore? That's a good question, Patrick. Why it's is a he fantastic in a, question? Well, why why is he in, why is he suddenly in a tag team with like Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley for so many times? It's dumb. It really, like every time they cool off on that and they're not in a tag team, like suddenly it's like, like like there's no actual explanation. It's just there. I do agree. It's. I don't know. No, WWE's really done with its booking sometimes. Uh, well, next we had Lacey Evans in the <sighs> most useless spot of the night. That could I, <laughs> I nobody actually knew what that was there for. Like they should like what I would have done in the earlier like probably after like the first or second match he does that, but then gets attacked by like. Nikki Cross or something to set up like an impromptu match, just like a few minutes. Like to have it give it would have been a shit, probably not as good match, but just give it more of a reason. It's like oh, I can kind of see why they did this. Or you know they could have like had an impromptu SmackDown Women's Title match because you know every other women's on the card except for the fucking champion Oscar because who just fell into obscurity after. Beating Becky Lynch clean with a submission in the Royal Rumble. The main event, the Elimination Chamber match. The one that showed. Did you get to see any of it? <laughs> no, I've been working my hellhole of week. But I heard that Kofi was booked really good in the match. Go, go watch it. Go watch it. That match was, oh, it was amazing. Kofi came out of that like he has to be the one that gets the title shot at WrestleMania. Yeah, because, like, they imagine, because, do you think it would have been that strong if it was Mustafa Ali, like, going through the gauntlet, then going there, or... Because I want to say maybe that was the plan, but I could be wrong. That, from what I read, that was the plan, and they slotted Kofi in the spot, but it came much more of an important story, given how long Kofi's been in the company. Yeah. And his last, like, title push was with Randy Orton on top, like, a decade ago. Yeah. So, that, I felt, like, I felt like there would have been buzz around it with Mustafa Ali being in the match. I think it would have been a good way to push him as, like, someone who could, you know, maybe not be in, in the, at the top of the card, but at least be in the mid-card as someone that could, you know, have several really good U.S. title runs. Um... But with Kofi, it's like you've you've got to give him that match at Mania, and you have to have him come out of it with that title. Yeah, everybody has been wanting it because like not only the fans, there's even some people like some actual wrestlers tweeting about. I was like, wow, Kofi's looking real good with the would be real good with that title. Also, Joe just yeah, I heard uh, you, I heard that you probably would have enjoyed the start of that match with Joe and Brian. Oh, the the, uh, the Joe and Brian stuff was great. Chopping and chopping and chopping and chopping. Shout out to the Brian uh, or the <sighs> Filthy Four Daily Show on uh, Wrestling Observer's website. Um, oh, guys. God, my, that was great. I, I heard Brian's that. chest was so red. Brian's chest up. was ar- like red like five <laughs> minutes into the fucking match. <laughs> yeah, because you put the two stiffest workers against each other with chops. Whew. 
I just felt so disappointed that Joe was the first one out. Yeah, I felt like he deserved more. Like, when AJ went for that phenomenal forearm, that sh- Joe should have been able to catch him and... Put on the coquita clutch. No, no, like, give him his revenge or something like that, but... Um, I guess they're setting up AJ and Orton? Could. So... Because I would have personally sent Jeff Hardy out first, even though after he does a sick dare dive, dare, a dive off the top of the chamber. Because I feel like I probably would have yeah. had, like, Jeff Hardy out first, because as much as I really like him, he's... Jeff's not really doing anything. Yeah, he's... He's a fantastic worker, and I'm surprised he's still wrestling at this level with all the stupid bumps he's been taking over the years. But I probably would have had him out first. Probably would have had either Orton or AJ out next. If AJ had to get out, I'd I'd have like some old Joe get him out. Then I re- then like get of course give Orton out with Kofi to give him the higher up, which is what they did. Which I'm glad they did that. Mm-hmm. When I heard, then probably had like a beat up Kofi like somehow take out Joe, that big the big brute of the match i would say what it should have been and then just left the ending how it was because i heard it was a really good ending to that match oh god like solid w- once it was just down to kofi and brian it oh man match like of the night match of the 15 minutes night. of them like actually wrestling and just trying to get the upper hand yeah it really was it oh man phenomenal yeah, it was. Probably would it would have made the Kofi awesome story match. so much sweeter if he started out actually. But what we got with Joe and Brian, I think, from what I heard, it was fine. Oh yeah, it was good. It was what you should come to expect out of a Joe and Brian match. <laughs> Which they should have. That should be the Fastlane defense. Give everyone just at least one Joe and Brian match. Oh yeah. I've seen plenty and then of clips have them of them. do Kofi and Brian at WrestleMania. I've seen sure people should at least look up some clips of Joe and Brian from like the Ring of Honor time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. some good stuff. But yeah, yeah, that, that was, was the show, it. and it was here in Houston of all places. Yeah, why didn't you go? He's broke. Because that would have cost a shit ton of money. I bet I wouldn't want to go by myself. Forty bucks for tickets. So yeah, that's not. I mean, that's not bad, but this. Too much for me to want to go by myself. I'd rather go with a friend that enjoys it more. Shitting Which could me. be possible next year with the Royal Rumble. That would be that would be pretty sweet. Patrick, you gotta go to Royal Rumble instead of Retropalooza. No, yeah. Jordan, it's okay. Jordan already screwed up and missed uh, the greatest pay-per-view that was held in Houston. Like, what, wait, what was 19 that? Year, like, uh, 18 years ago. I mean, I probably didn't really know. I was like, what? You didn't? Five years old? <laughs> I was like five years old, yeah. Well, anyways, I guess that wraps things up for the topics for today. Uh, I've got to take a break, and we'll jump into what we've been up to. All right, welcome back. That was like a full three-second break for you guys. Hope you enjoyed that two seconds of music. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So I changed the name of it for no reason without even telling anyone to what we've been up to because it just sounds more natural. It really is it's such an insignificant change. No one cares. But, you know, sounds I mean, better. I noticed, but I liked it, so I didn't say anything. Yeah. So, I didn't, uh, I haven't been playing any new games, really. 
but what I have been doing is rearranging my room and installing a new GPU that I picked up. So this past Saturday, um, met up with a guy and got a uh, AMD R RX 580, uh, the four gigabyte model. I didn't get the eight gigabyte one, but I picked that up for hundred bucks, and that was because I was kind of in need of a new graphics card with the videos and stuff that I'm got upcoming. I need to be able to render out and it not take forever. So, turns out that's uh, about the same performance as a GTX 1070, give or take. So it's not bad. A uh, very good deal. And I got home and went to install it, and that went fine. Cleaned up my case a little bit. Um, ben, that is such a seductive face. <laughs> uh, sorry, I got distracted. I think the worst by part ben. is, is he didn't even miss a beat when he said no, it. He didn't. Yeah. Like he went straight from what he was saying before right into it. I'm really good at doing that. If you've ever noticed. Yes, I've noticed. Anyways, and it's annoying every time. I went to install the graphics card, and that went fine. Um, I was able to take out my old GTX 660 and my R9 280. Uh, that I've been using for the GTX 660 I've been using since 2000 and uh, I want to say 14 so very long time um, very outdated very old I don't know how that thing still works it was what I've been using for Sony Vegas for all these years and I would have been using my AMD card that I had in there for Sony Vegas but I didn't want to detect it for some reason after a mishap at one point so it, it just stopped and then suddenly right before i upgraded it detected it again so didn't matter i needed to upgrade to a current card and i can finally put that 660 in its box and put it to rest in case of an emergency <laughs> um because i will i have i have a sentimental attachment to that thing at this point like that, that thing that thing ooh. But uh took those out. I have my new card in there and go to boot up my computer, shows up fine, and then I can't find drivers for Windows 8.1. I've been running Windows 8.1 since I got my computer pre-built in like 2013, something like that. Um, there, yeah. Somewhere around there. Uh, I got it pre-built around then. It had terrible specs, but, you know, came with Windows 8.1 because that was what was new at the time. And... I you know never had a problem with it. I loved Windows 8.1. When Windows 10 rolled around, I tried testing it out for the one week or whatever they had it for free, and I didn't like it. Uh, tried it for a few days, just didn't like it. It was shit. It was buggy, and I didn't like it. So I switched back to Windows 8. Never switched. You know, never thought about it again. But AMD doesn't make drivers for this specific card for Windows 8.1 because no one apparently uses Windows 8.1. And I understand, you know, Windows 8 was bad. But to not make drivers for graphics card for Windows 8 is silly. I just, I, I thought that was ridiculous. So I had to go and upgrade to Windows 10. But thankfully, because I did the test run back in the day, you know, a couple years ago, they allowed me to still upgrade for free. It detected that I did it once, and it just, I was able to download the media tool, and it just installed Windows 10, and it went by super, super smoothly. Um... And was able to download the Windows 10 drivers for my card, installed it, and it's been going absolutely fantastic ever since. 
uh, getting much better performance in gaming. Uh, my render times have dramatically decreased. Um, it's very, very nice and a much needed upgrade compared to what I've been running before. Now, the whole day it spent installing Windows 10, which was like, you know, five, six hours worth. I was working on my room, cleaning up, because um, it, it takes a while to install Windows 10 for some reason, or to download and install it, but I was cleaning up my room and doing some reorganizing. I have a, the shelf that I keep my consoles on all hooked up and ready to go. Only had three shelves, and they were really spaced apart, so I added two more shelves in between them and basically made a five-shelf system to have all of my current consoles hooked up that I like to play on because I like to just flip a switch and turn them on instead of having to unhook them and plug them in every time. And that went well, got that done, and went ahead and rearranged some stuff in my room, and it just it feels a lot nicer and looks a lot nicer. And it was nice to get all that done and just sit down and turn on my computer and Windows 10 was installed and that just went by smoothly. I didn't even have to sit there and anxiously wait. It just, it all blew over so smoothly and the end result was so nice. And considering how much you did not like Windows 10 back in the day, it's mm -hmm. just surprising how much you seem to be happy with it now. <laughs> See, I didn't like Windows 10 when it first released because it was bad. Like it was bugging, glitchy, I just didn't like it. I didn't have any issues, and I upgraded way back in the day. I'm just picky, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. I didn't. I just didn't like it. So I now, yeah, I, I like it. It's fine. Granted, I've had a lot more use with it. Uh, I had a shitty laptop I was using for a little while mm -hmm. that I have Windows 10 upgraded to, and I got used to it there, as well as everyone else's computers. So I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm okay with it now. It's fine. Yeah, you know, I have no problems with it. It's basically a nicer Windows 8.1, which is what I used to say Windows 8 was for 7. <laughs> you know, minus the traditional Windows 8 issues. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I still use Classic Shell as my start button. I don't want to move away from that because I have everything organized on there a certain way. That's nice and easy to use. But, uh, yeah. So, TLDR, well, TLDL, even though it's, you know, Afterwards, I uh, cleaned up my room, did some reorganization, lowered my TV, made it nice, and got a new graphics card. And there's an update video on my channel if anyone is interested, uh, talking about all the upcoming projects I have. Uh, Pokemon Red that I promised in the very first episode of the podcast is going to be going up rather soon because I've finally made a thumbnail for it. Uh, Vinny will remain skeptical for the rest of his life, and he has a very... or he has every right to be. I... We'll doubt it till the day it actually releases. And, yeah, and even, then, then, even then you'll still doubt it. You'll be like, okay, but when's the next episode? Two years from then. But, yeah. And then there's so, the issue of sitting down to record again. Yeah, well, that, that we can get done. And then I have to actually edit them. You're better Which, at editing than me. I'm still sitting on a couple of episodes, though. You're, you're better at editing than me, and you have a better editing software. I use Sony Vegas. He uses Premiere. I could use Premiere. I don't want to use Premiere. It's not that different. I like. It, I know. It, I just. It, it's different, but it's not like. It's not like jumping in headfirst down a mountain. Right. I yeah. I, I mean, I'd be able to convert to it. I just don't want to. I'm just so comfortable with Vegas. I may as well just stick with what I know. It's not like I need to get into high production and make videos every day, all day. Yeah, I know. 
Anyways, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, I kind of drugged it on a little bit more than I needed to, I guess, but, uh, oh well. How about you, Ben? What have you been up to lately? You mean you stick in the mud? Uh, really not too much more from last week. More Red Dead 2. That's a really good game. I said it was dragging on last week, but I got to a point in the story where that part that I said was dragging on, it's coming to a head, and it's like, okay, I'm getting back into it. Uh, and then more My Hero Academia. Uh, I just have three episodes left of the first season. And then I'm going to be wrapping that up. Should be a fun time. It should be there, but... Good-ass show. It is. You know, I would like to just note real quick. I drug on so long about my thing, which I might shorten that in editing. But I drug on so long about my thing, and Ben's just like, Oh, yeah. I just been playing more Red Dead there, bud. You know, fifty hours in there, and and been watching anime. That's about it, there. You bunch of moose fuckers. I'm not even Canadian. But nah, like if it's just stuff that I talked about last week, then yeah, more the same. I'm just just pointing out the stark difference. <laughs> well, Patrick, how about you? Been working a lot. <laughs> No, I've, uh, so far, ever since Saturday, I think I'm at 35 and a half hours in those three days. Worked. <laughs> Two 12 and a half hour shifts and then a 10 and a half hour today. <laughs> so I haven't really been able to do too terribly much because... <sighs> I haven't really been doing much because I beat Luigi's Mansion and then... Didn't know like what to get back into. Then the work's just kind of been uh, draining me of all the things I want to do. So all I've been doing was uh, been playing a few games off the Sonic Gems and Mega Collection off my Dolphin. Because all I've been basically doing is playing some Dolphin games here and there. Like I did like a round of my Party Four and Six. Did a chapter or two of Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. But man, this stuff's just Sonic, the Sonic Gems and Mega Collection, respectively. Good games. Late night on Dolphin. You like cheesecake? I love cheesecake. No cheesecake. Cheesecake. Yeah. Is that a reference cheesecake at night? something that I'm just not getting? Yeah. Yeah. I love cheesecake. Cheesecake. Cheesecake at night. Cheesecake at night. Um, I remember I was playing through the first Sonic game, Sonic the Hedgehog. Died several, had like two game overs very early on. Then the third one, I managed to make it all, make it all the way to things like the Spring Yard Zone or Lab, no, it's Labyrinth Zone if I remember correctly. Then that's when I got the game over, which is like a little bit half, a little over halfway through the game, so I was like fine with that. Played Sonic the Fighters and beat through the beat through the short campaign of that to my first go, so that was nice. Yeah, I played a little bit of Sonic R. <laughs> because, uh, yeah. That's all I've really been doing. It's just some Dolphin stuff. Because it's literally just on my computer right now. I can not do suck up my GameCube adapter and just boot it up. And play. Yeah, and play. It's like a virtual GameCube on your computer. <laughs> I know, it's great. It's exactly what it it's is. Nice. I mean, it's, yeah, it's convenient. We use it a lot with Parsec. That's like their main go-to program is Parsec to play GameCube games. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, for next week, probably spoiler. I'm probably not getting a bit to play too many games either because work's going to emotionally has- drain me. And I have Thursday off, but I have a f- but I have to go and do stuff at my grandmother's house because she's out of she's out on vacation. So right you're now, working. So, I, so I you will be there. working still. <laughs> You, you're, you're not going to be getting paid work. Well, you may be getting paid, but not as much as your normal payroll, but no, you'll I'm still not, be working. I'll discuss that for moral values and get yelled at by other people. <laughs> Fair enough. But I just have a feeling I'm probably, there's a slight chance I could probably co- get called in on Thursday, knowing my luck. Yeah. I mean, you like, won't, you're not going to say no either because you want that extra dosh. really don't want to. And your manager. Because I know how it's going to get screwy there, so... Might as well. I'm already going to get a shit ton of overtime anyways, so it wouldn't hurt to go in. Right. Because let's see, my last day off was last week Thursday, so that means I'd probably be working like 10 days if I did go in on this Thursday. Wow. So, yeah, that's, that'd be rough. A lot of work, no games... And <laughs> no games and lots of work make Patrick a dull boy for next week's podcast. Just really, yeah. Vinny, since you're the opposite of Patrick, what you been doing? <laughs> well, what was that, Ben? What was that? Can you please? <laughs> was that a burp or was that just a sound? What was what? Did you like burp or was that just a weird sound? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, are you sure that wasn't Vinny? No, 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 that was not me. Ben, I saw you reach over and do it. Look out of my eye. You went, it's just a weird sound. <laughs> it was so weird. That, that was the point. That was the goal. <laughs> Good job. Good job. My hair is I liked weird. the Go delay ahead. in you noticing it, too. Yeah. Or really just reacting to it. Anyway. Maybe I do that for <laughs> the comedic effect. It's Maybe it's the timing that makes it funnier. You trying to tell me you're smart? I mean, I have proven that I'm good at math twice today. <laughs> yeah. You're good at math? Do what? You're good at math? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I started in Breaking Bad, didn't you know? Legal. I started in Breaking Bad. You know how I make the joke about me, you know, biting down on a pipe? It was a crack pipe. <laughs> Not wrong. Okay, that that's good. That's good. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right, Vinny, go ahead. What have you been up to? <laughs> go ahead. I just, I had to. Um, uh, God. So, apparently, at some point, Windows Update decided to crap itself. So, I had to reinstall Windows, and I didn't know it was exactly that right away. So, I spent the entire day Saturday troubleshooting a bunch of different things on my computer just to finally say, okay, I'm going to try reinstalling Windows and see if that fixes it. And that apparently was the issue. <laughs> you know, that would have been absolutely terrible if it happened and you hadn't uploaded your podcast file yet. <laughs> yeah. Which is why you need to upload the second we stop recording. <laughs> so that doesn't happen. Hey, In case hey your computer I'm saving these to... I'm saving these to the external from now on, just in case, so that I can plug it into one of the laptops if need be. Yeah. yeah but, um, that. yeah. Alongside that, I also, uh, me, Jordan, and Patrick played around, and then the game 
crashed on us, but uh, we've been playing the multiplayer of Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Uh, it's called The Scarescraper. We've only done one mode so far, but we've been enjoying it, as far as I can mm-hmm. tell. Yeah. I mean, at least I know I am. I don't know for sure if Jordan was. No, I did. Uh, Jordan's eating something. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Very professional. Yeah, you are very professional. <laughs> eating, trying to eat on the so, podcast and give them ASMR. <laughs> at least I'm not trim. But anyways, uh, yeah. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon is a good... I actually, real quick, I forgot to mention in my pickup, or pickups, in my thing, I've been playing Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Uh, so... To the level requirement for the online stuff with your friends is level 4. You have to beat level 4 or whatever. So I had to do my homework as Vinny kept putting it. And once I got into the game, it's so good. It is like... I, I it, It's just so good. It, it genuinely is. I like it. It's, it's the way everything is categorized by missions or organized by missions makes it to where it's an easy to pick up and play and then put down game. The missions aren't too long. You can play it while you're out and be able to stop and save and be done when you're done with the mission. It's not You're not devoting a lot of time to it, so it's really smart. I like that. And it plays really well. Um, and because Vinny and I have... Mansion 3 um, follows with that trend, being able to just play a little bit and then be able to come back to it later. I mean, that would make sense if they did, considering it's going on a handheld hybrid as well. Yeah. But yeah, I just I've genuinely been enjoying it, and because Vinny and I um, have NTR software installed on our 3DSs, I've been capturing the gameplay to put up on Taciturn, um, because we found out a new recording program called Snickerstream that was looks and works so much better than the is um is that the first mention of Taciturn on the podcast? No, I've mentioned it before. We have. Yeah, I've mentioned it before. Taciturn Gaming is our channel with no with gameplay only, no commentary. If anyone is interested, um, there'll be a link in the description of the podcast if you want. This one time only. <laughs> but uh, and then he's gonna forget when he goes to upload this episode. I'm calling it nah, now. I, I, I might. But yeah, uh, I've been recording the gameplay there. And it just the game is fun. It is a lot of fun. I'm definitely going to finish it. It's going to be very frustrating because Patrick just recently beat it and he got very frustrated. But it's okay. I'll uh, I'll get by. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And Vinny and I played that online. And now Vinny, Patrick, and I, all three of us, have to uh, play it together when we get the chance. Anyway, there are two other games that I've been playing. One of them we mentioned earlier when we were talking about the direct. Uh, Tetris 99. It's got damn addicting and every day when i sit down when we first start up our hangout call on discord that's the game that i'm playing by default if nothing else is going on that's probably what i'm going to be doing and it's it's uh, it's bad (laughs) i'm getting addicted you got number seven though yeah, uh, my highest rank right as of this recording is seventh place out of the, um, I think, hundred people. I think that's the standard for battle royale games. I don't know, but um, yeah, seventh place is my highest, and I'm probably going to stop playing when I hit first place, but I don't see that happening anytime soon. 
even with this seventh place ranking. But um, I'm enjoying it. It's I never knew Tetris could be so stressful. I've never felt this stressed playing Tetris before. Hmm. It's it's a new feeling. It's a new feeling. Um, and the final game that I have been playing, I actually just picked up for the first time today. Um, uh, I got it. It was uh free with gold last month, maybe the month before. I don't remember. Uh, but it's Celeste. And I know it got a bunch of awards. Did it get awards last year at the Game Awards? I don't remember. I thought it did. It did get awards? Yeah. I, I, I knew it got awards, so when I saw that it was free with gold, I was like, yeah, I'm going to pick that up, and I'm going to play that. And I finally got around to starting it today. And I've... <laughs> ben can attest to this. I've been... it. I've been struggling with it. <laughs> Uh, you said fuck 20 times in five minutes. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. But you know what? I don't care. I'm enjoying it. Even despite the difficulties that I'm having with it. Well, that's what counts, Vinny, is you enjoying it. <laughs> but yeah, those are those have been the games that I've been playing. And... The windows that I've been reinstalling. Which that's like the third time you've had to do. I don't that's know if like it's the it. third, but it is definitely at least the second. As long as my computer works, I'm fine. Oh yeah, uh, we all. I also had enlisted Jordan's help to fix an issue I was having with one of my internal hard drives. Uh, it would not read, so we troubleshooted that and got it working. Yeah, we eventually did get it working. That was right before his computer decided to shit the rest of the way. Yep. And Windows corrupted an update and made him have to reinstall. But uh, glad to finally have that working, because now I have a dedicated drive for my uh, video stuff. It's smaller than the external hard drive that I use for general storage, but less stuff is going to be on it in general, because and it's, it's dedicated for... And it's faster, because it's a SATA connection. It's not USB. Yeah. Granted, uh, it's not USB 3.1 or something. You know, if it's 3.1, it'd probably be on par. But I mean, the external hard drive is 3.0. Yeah, but I think SATA is st- or SATA 2, what we use now, is, is probably still faster, faster than 3.0. Yeah. Could be yeah. wrong. But... Better to have a dedicated drive than have it mix in with other stuff. Definitely. Even, even with the difference in storage size. Yeah. Yeah, because I used to have a 300 gig drive that I was using for videos, but that was always full. So I found a uh, one terabyte drive that I stole from an old DVR, <laughs> and I formatted it and popped it in my computer, and that took its place. And now I have a terabyte drive for basically videos and other storage stuff, and then terabyte drive for Windows and programs and games. Pretty good. So in total, I have, between the two internals and the one external, I have a total of 8 terabytes on my computer. Wait, I thought your external was four. External is six. Wow. And Damn. the two internals are a terabyte each. All right. Well, I guess that wraps things up for today's episode of the Lacadaisical Podcast. This was episode 15, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah, because I think so. 14, this is 15. So, uh, yeah, we'd like to thank you so much for uh, tuning in. You can find us all on Twitter. You can find myself at Gisalato. You can find Ben at VidSigma. 
You can find Vinny at Vinny Plays Vlogs. You can find Patrick at Assassin underscore Volk. And if you would like to follow the official Twitter account for the podcast, it is at LackadaisCast. That is L-A-C-K-A-D-A-I-S-I-C-A-S-T. Feel free to slide into the DMs if you so wish. They are open. And uh, see you guys next week.